One of the biggest obstacles artists face in the music game is access. Getting access to the people that can make it happen or access to the information and resources you need to get to the next level. That's the key. That's why you need two of the biggest in the game on your side. Introducing J.R. McKee. even started mm-hmm. real industry plugs because i'm sitting here with a company career man that rose to the top other record labels on you you are the poster child right now for major <laughs> labels <laughs> so i got i gotta uh, i gotta have this conversation with you yeah i am other mindset and i'm not saying that you you probably you might be of the same mindset but i just want to know yeah i am of the mindset of pushing entrepreneurship to these artists because when these artists become an artist they're becoming a business person they are running seven eight different businesses as an artist they're running a merch business a publishing company a record label they're running a content uh a, a content team like they're running all of these different businesses and so the problem with these new artists and i'm sure you're having these same problems with them is that they don't realize you have to be educated in these spaces. You have to train yourself to be an entrepreneur in order to be an artist. A lot of them just want, oh, I just want to rap. I just want to do this, and you do it all for me. You know what I mean? And so what I've been preaching to people is like, when you go to a major label, or whether you go to a major label or not, you're going to have to break yourself. You're going to have to be the engine at all times, indie, major, solo, act, no management. It doesn't matter. So why would you give up all of these different rights in order to go to the major label and have to go through the same process you would have went through without being at the major label when you could have kept all those rights and then later on go and do a deal? And so uh, the conversation with me and Boone was, Boone was like, no, that's not how you work it. You use day money. And to you know, and I'm like, okay, you're using their money, but you gave up all the rights. You now don't have ownership to the masters. You now have to give them 30% of every tour you ever do. You know what I mean? Like all of these rights you could have kept because you're gonna have the work doesn't change. It may change who's spending the money, but the work doesn't change. You're you're working the same amount. And so all I'm saying is do the work and then partner if you're gonna partner. But what what is your mindset on something like that? I mean, shit, man. You gotta think about it like this. I think what you're saying um, from a, a pro entrepreneur space is 100% correct. But the hole in that theory is that mm-hmm. Talk people, to us. people are entrepreneurs. Like yeah. we're making an assumption. We kind of wishfully thinking and you projecting on them. You hoping that they're entrepreneurs. You hoping that they yeah. got this gumption and this, you know, mustering up the spirit to get up and, you know, be DIY. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But that shit just ain't the truth, man. That ain't the reality. The reality of the situation is most people, artists, bakers, mm-hmm. motherfucking mechanics, yeah, they don't want to go and start, you know what I'm saying, uh, Jed and Ted's mechanic shop. <laughs> they want to find a nice job working for Ford, get their pension and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? A chef ain't looking to motherfucking start Lucille's, you know, yeah. kitchen and cuisine. She want to work at a five-star restaurant and get her six-figure salary. Yeah. And she ain't got to worry about overhead and operation costs. She go to work. She punch that clock in. That's it. Yeah. The average person isn't an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. And artists aren't amiss to this, right? Like, 
they're included in this this same program. So what I would say is um, also the perspective of a partnership with a label. Yeah. Uh, J.R. Crickets. I fuck with J.R. Crickets. Mm-hmm. J.R. Crickets is only in Atlanta as far as I know, right? I probably so. I believe so. It's, probably like, like, three, it's probably like three in Atlanta. That's, yeah. Four locations, three locations, yeah. right? Right. J.R. Crickets' wings are better than Zaxby's. Trust me, I know this. I'm fat, right? <laughs> but um, when you think about Zaxby's, it's like 85 Zaxby's locations just in this state. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we know J.R. Crickets is a bomb and shit like that. But I'm going to take 20% of Zaxby's before I take 100% of J.R. Crickets every fucking day. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about the partnerships with labels and stuff like that, maybe you was only going to get the J.R. Crickets on your own. Mm-hmm. But when you partner with, you know, XYZ label, now you got 20% of Zaxby's. Maybe you got 20% of Chick-fil-A. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, Economy so, and scales. All right. So here, here's the issue with the, the hole in yours. Okay. So let's say I start, I, I go work for um Ford. Guess what I didn't do? I didn't give up my name and likeness. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't give up any rights. All, all I did was take a salary position to hold me over until the day that I can start Jed and Ted's. Mm-hmm. If I go work at the restaurant, I didn't say, "Hey, I can never be Chef Jr." Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say, "Hey, you now have you now own all my recipes." Mm-hmm. That's the difference with the music industry and everything else. Yeah. Okay. I may not. I may not be able to create Zaxby's on my own. But guess what? My my kids own JR Crickets. My kids are going to be able to eat off JR Crickets for the rest of their life. And if I want to partner with the company that owns Zaxby's and go open a thousand JR Crickets, I can because I never gave up my rights. You understand what I'm saying? So that's that's the difference here. The music industry isn't the restaurant industry, isn't the mechanic industry. The music industry says, I own you. Well, I own your name and likeness. You'll I, never I put think, Rihanna on anything without my permission. I think you'll never. I'm, just give me a second. Go ahead. Go you, ahead. You'll you'll never put J.R. McKee on anything else unless I want her to say so. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? That's the difference here. Well, I I think the the deal structure mm-hmm. and type of deals that you you know speaking of are of yesteryear, more archaic, right? Mm-hmm. What limited flexibility. Um, a lot of the deals that you know, times have changed, right? With consumption and streaming or whatnot, it empowered artists with a different sense of leverage because now they can say, well, my catalog is doing X amount a mm-hmm. month, right? I got this many subscribers on Spotify alone, right? Yeah. Based on the consumption of my music, I'm going to generate X amount of dollars over the next year, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to partner with me, it needs to be beneficial and also make sense, right? Yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, it's, you know, streaming... The, the trends of the industry have given artists a different sense of leverage when dealing with buildings or whatnot, because as a creative first, you know, I'm always uh, empathetic to the artists. And I think the deal structures have changed uh, aggressively, especially over the past three to four years. Yeah. Um, more importantly, um, and every up and coming artist should notice, it's only a handful of um, top tier uh, attorneys within the music industry that everybody goes to. It's probably 50 or so attorneys in the industry mm-hmm. um, uh, assigned to major firms and stuff like that that everybody uses. They all pass the same tricks and you know right. trends around. So it's like once one attorney gets away with a deal over here, they start communicating it back and forth or whatnot. So, right. you know, the times are going where artists are shackled to their feet in these lifetime deals and stuff like that where there's no flexibility and they're, you know, indentured yeah. servitude. So, 
I think the landscape of labels in general, as well as the negotiation of bargaining yeah. power that these artists have, is in a totally different landscape that you might be uh, referring to now, right? Yeah. And then also, too, right, with artists, artists having more leverage, uh, we never said that, you know, uh, J.R. Crickets couldn't partner, right? Because yeah. J.R. Crickets can, can partner, and we can see J.R. Crickets pop all over the uh, country. But they didn't. Not yeah. as of yet, right? Not as of yet, yeah. And so when we say that, it's in the prospect of what's actually happening now, right? Yeah. And all I'm saying is if you have a label that is about to amplify what you have going on, right, mm-hmm. and magnify it to a proportion of which you had not seen before, as long as it's fair and it's negotiated well with your attorney who's invested in your well-being, right? then you shouldn't mind a partner. Investors is no different than if me and you go in on a business or whatnot, you got a brilliant idea, and I have the seed money for it right. or whatnot. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have a concern with me if I'm investing in you uh, and join in the fruits of our labor because my seed money grew it. Yeah. As long as it's proportionate and as long as you treat it fairly and it makes sense on both sides. Hey, J.R. McKee here. Listen to all of my artists, managers, and executives. It's time to evolve into the streaming business. I'm the number one streaming executive in the industry with over 30 platinum and gold records in the last two years alone. I've been teaching everybody how to do what I do. So if you're interested in breaking through in the streaming business, go ahead and enroll in my masterclass to join my stream team community. The link's in the bio. Or visit our website, thestreamteam.club. Y'all know what's going on, man. It's your big homie, Boom Man, checking in. Authentic Empire's own CEO. If you want to set up a meeting, you want to rock with the team, you want to get heard, all you got to do is log on to www.authenticempiremg.com or text the number 404-857-0040. Let's get it. Boom it. Now, now that's exactly right. And, and that's what... That's where we meet because we're both hoping for that same thing. But the the only issue is the person or or let's just say the artist you're speaking of, that's a well-educated artist. A well-educated artist will come in and say, well, I'm streaming this much. I have this many subscribers. This is how much my revenue is. If you X my revenue by this, that's the well-educated artist. And that's what I'm trying to get these people to understand. You have to be that in order to have leverage and negotiate with somebody like a Norvay. If they if they don't know any of that, Norvay and I don't want to say you personally, Warner <laughs> could put a deal on the table and just say, hey, this is what we're doing. If they don't have the right lawyer, the right lawyer won't be able to say, hey, no, we're not doing that. So it's it's educating yourself but and also, as well as getting the right representation. But the consumption trends, even from like a building, like a building stands, like my label in particular, like yeah, we are I think ahead of the curve in terms of being artist friendly, right? Yeah, artist positive. That water like, shit, come on. No, nah, no, nah, I'm just <laughs> just real spit. Like you know, um, especially from 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 like our urban lands and stuff like that. Like we've been very progressive with some of the deal structures and stuff we put out yeah. there nowadays and accommodating the artists. You know what I'm saying and being super flexible in terms of some of the operations, but also, too, it's like, you know, um, our chairmans come from a lineage of, like, dealing with artists for years and years and whatnot, so, you know, they're in a space where it's better to pay a little bit more up front just to make sure the back end come out better, you know? But that starts from the top going down. Like, you got to actually be in a space where you, you know, you have a, uh, you got to be in a space where I think you actually appreciate an artist's first proposition. Uh, Every company is not like that, you know? Right. Thank you for that, because 
honestly, you're the first person from uh, inside a label that we really have had to have that real conversation with. Yeah. And so I, I super appreciate that. And I love how progressive that you guys are getting because that's all we want is we want a, a fair shake for all of our entrepreneurs, all of our artists out here. You know what I mean? We wanted to, we wanted to be some, we want to be able to like, yeah, black man, we want to be able to bring wealth back to our community yeah. versus getting it stolen from and us. Then and then when we, when you come to the buildings, the biggest thing, the biggest complaint I used to hear from the artists was they come into the buildings and they don't see nobody that look like them. They don't see nobody that feel like them. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. A lot of these young acts coming from impoverished situations, or, yeah. you know, where they got, you might have a situation where they financially responsible for a whole family tree, you yeah. know, so it helps if you got people that you can relate to, you right. know, and I'm thinking, in the years past, it wasn't uh, JRs and Norvays and buildings, it was, you know, yeah, somebody else, let's right, just put right. it that way, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, Jeds, Jeds and Teds. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think the, the beauty in it, in the evolution of the recording industry is, them yeah. giving us the leverage to be in these spaces because when we reach back out, the shit got a sense of authenticity to it. Right. Okay. So, so again, thank you for that. I, I want to go into a section we call Tweet Takes. Okay. Now, Norvay, you didn't have a Twitter, or at least nah. you did, but it was super old. Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't <laughs> tweeted in 20 years. Yeah. So, we took this from a caption from Norvay's Instagram. So, Basically, oh, yeah, basically, I'm just going to read it, and I want you to break down what you meant by this. Okay, cool. All right. So it says, thinking I got this life shit halfway figured out. Um, it's all just wave. I'm, I'm assuming that's what you it's meant. It's all just waves. Yeah, it's all Wave. just waves. One minute, they take us to the top, and then they come crashing down. The trick is to try to find the beauty in the current. Gee, that's beautiful, man. Grateful for yet another year on this earth. Obviously, this is a birthday post, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, so what do you mean? Okay, let me just read the part again. Life is always one minute they're taking you to the top, another, the next they're crashing you down. The trick is to try to find the beauty in the current. Yeah. First of all, that was that was just beautifully wrote. Appreciate it. <laughs> I was Appreciate just beautifully. Wrote. I might write records for a living. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us what you meant by that, man. You know what, my. Uh... My mentor and big sister Erica Holly, mm-hmm. I remember being really frustrated early on in my career, you know, because I felt like I should have been further along. Yeah. And she told me, she was like, you know, you so busy worried about other people uh, in the spaces where you think you should be. Imagine if you was in a car and you keep looking in a car that's in another lane, you're about to crash out. Right. Because you're not looking at what's in front of you. And so from that moment, that kind of changed my perspective on how I view life. And I stopped worrying about where I wasn't and started really appreciating where I was, where you was. the space that I occupied. And that statement was just kind of like in, 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 in the same spirit of that. Just enjoy the journey, man. Like, yeah. we got to find the beauty in the current. The current is the journey. Waves are going to go up and down. You got good days, you got bad days. But try to appreciate it all in the totality of your story exactly. as, you know, as it pertains to you. Exactly. That's beautiful, man. So listen, Norvay, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, man. I really appreciate it. It's, you know, we, we work together, so we've had the experience of working together. I've known you for a long time. But uh, man, thank the, you for having me. The 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 intelligence and IQ, I can totally understand how you're only 36 and already at the top of the label. You you we trying. Hey, listen, man, you're brilliant. You're a brilliant, brilliant writer, brilliant producer, 
Definitely a brilliant A and R man. I'm I'm blown away by you know yeah, Vegas. Appreciate you. This man. shit was incredible, man. I hope y'all got the jewels out of this. Tell tell them where they can follow you at. Oh yeah, on IG is just at Pop Tart Poppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Pop Tart P A P I underscore uh, on Instagram. Okay, so Pop Tart Poppy Pop Tart Poppy on Instagram. Make sure y'all follow him. Make sure y'all reach out to him. You know what I mean? It's a great brother to know. The thing I love about the music industry in 2022 is we're in position. 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. And, and, and Norway is a big part of that, man. So definitely reach out to him, man. I'm, I'm super grateful to know you. Um, and that's another episode of Real Industry Plugs, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Follow Pop Top Poppy, man. We'll catch y'all next time. Salute, man. Peace.